millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be confused with medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement. But as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Red Pill News Live. Hope you guys are having a lovely day. Thank you so much for joining us. If you're just filing in, I would sincerely appreciate it if you hit that like button or you hit that red pill, no matter where you're at. Serendipitous Soul wants to know if something happened with Rumble regarding censorship. I've been hearing people bailing on it. I think there is some who have taken preemptive measures to ensure that they don't have something happen to them with censorship. And obviously, censorship and getting accounts shut down is something I know very, very well. So I don't begrudge anybody the uh, the choice to... Uh, Go someplace where they feel safe. I understand it. So thank you guys, everyone, for being here. Oh, gosh, Andre, that's too bad. The shows were great. I hope you got a chance to to check them out some other time this week. Saturday, we had a brand new format. My good buddy, White Hat, joined me here in the studio. And Lisa ended up posting a little behind-the-scenes video. And a lot of people were surprised at what I'm doing here because all you see is my face really so I actually set up a couple of other cameras so I can show you guys like what's actually going on behind the scenes so do me a favor sit back relax and grab your popcorn and we're going to be right back after this special message from the sponsor of today's program 
Are you turning healthy fruits into highly unhealthy fruits without even realizing it? Well, fruit can be one of the healthiest things we can put into our bodies. But the problem is the majority of Americans are making this single critical mistake that can counteract all of the health benefits fruit can bring you. There are some fruits that help with occasional constipation. They might reduce bloating and some even help to burn calories. But there are others that wreak havoc on your digestive system and your energy levels. And in this viral presentation, world-renowned heart surgeon Dr. Stephen Gundry showcases the top three fruits that you should stop eating today. So head on over to thehealthyfat.com forward slash Zach or click that link in the description box below this video to learn the top three common foods that are the cause of your fatigue. And by eliminating these fruits, you could forever change the way we help increase energy levels, decrease brain fog, support digestion, and even lose weight. And by activating this specific process within your own body. Dr. Gundry has seen thousands, yes, thousands of people dramatically improve their health, even at age 40 and beyond. And this video has been watched by over 20 million people to date. And you can watch and learn more right now at thehealthyfat.com forward slash Zach. It's linked in the description of this video. And when you watch, he'll teach you exactly how he's kept his weight off and you can too. Once again, that's thehealthyfat.com forward slash Zach. Click on the link in the description below this video to watch for free. And when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. I'm so happy to be here with you. Yes, as I was saying, we had a bit of a different format on Saturday night, and there was a comment. Uh, you know, I, I don't get too hung up on this stuff, but it means something to me because I try to be as professional as I possibly can. I try to do the best job that I can. But if anybody ever thinks that, you know, the, the podcast is lacking in one sense or another, or maybe it could be better, um, you know, I I understand constructive criticism, but I just want everybody to remember that I'm working with a very limited budget. And uh, by and large, I've, I've already bought like everything that I need to keep the podcast going. And so if I try something new, I've kind of got to figure it out as I go along because I wasn't trained in audio production or, or even in film production. So when I'm doing that, you know, kind of learning along the way, White Hat showed up here this weekend and we decided to do it live one-on-one -on, -one on the other side of my bank of monitors right here. And it was the first time I'd ever done it. So we used a new microphone setup. I don't have like a Tim Pool or a Joe Rogan type budget. So I don't have like a whole other area of my home that's devoted to doing in-home podcasts. So it, it was really, you know, a learning experience. And uh, somebody had said, that the room sounded like we were doing it in a bathroom. <laughs> I don't know if that was entirely accurate, but, uh, you know, there, there is a lot I've done to try to soundproof this room. If you look behind me, I've got these white panels that have all those geometric shapes and it scatters the sound around. But on the other side of these monitors, obviously the monitors themselves are going to bounce a fair amount of sound too if we're on the other side. So I'm looking right now at uh, the next thing that I want to get for the studio is a soundproof room divider so that I can divide off this portion of the podcast studio from the other portion of the podcast studio. And I just want to show you what it looks like to me, basically, where I'm at. So let me actually turn on this view right here. 
Hello, and you can see me right now. So I've got three monitors that go all the way around in front of me. I've got a fourth one that's up there. You can't really see it. The camera is right there. I've got a couple of lights right there, and then I've got all the colored lights that are behind me over here. And I do have a carpet, so that helps out with the soundproofing. But the room wasn't built as a professional studio. Uh, so unfortunately, the walls only do so much. But you can see here, you know, I've got this much area to move around. It's maybe a foot or so behind me. So I'm planning on moving the uh, the desk back a little bit. That'll require dismantling everything. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think I'm going to keep this up here so that in case, like, I have something I want to show you guys down here, I can do that. Now, let me show you what it looks like on the other side from the other side of the podcast studio, because this is a totally different thing altogether. Take a look at that. So this is me in the corner, and you can see uh, the background of everything that's right here. So the backs of these monitors sitting on the other side of them definitely would have reflected some noise, and you know I just didn't have the budget for the uh, uh, for that weekend to go out and purchase this sound divider. But honestly, that that is the next thing I'm going to do because I want to make it sound as good as it possibly can. I don't want it to sound like I'm in some sort of an echo chamber. So, you know, like I said, if there's anything that you guys think I could do better or or if you're an audio professional yourself or, or you're a, a film or a podcast or a radio professional, I invite you to reach out to me and uh, maybe give me some ideas on things you think I can do. A, a lot of times I'll I'll get uh, or I have in the past gotten messages from people and I've implemented those into the way that I do my stuff here. So try a different mic. I mean, I've tried different mics. The, the, the mics that we used the other night were different. It's a uh, Rode Wireless Pro, which is supposed to be the best uh, lapel mic that you can get. So I really think that the only thing that I can do is to offer more sound dampening, like in the corners of the room. I've got a corner over here that's definitely not treated because I'm not usually talking in that direction. Uh, I also didn't have the curtains closed, and I know that closing the curtains definitely is going to help with that as well. So either way, uh, yes, thank you, Cassandra. I appreciate it. Thank you, everybody, for uh, the kind words. Uh, it really means a lot. Obviously, I want to do the best job that I can. Uh, but like I said, I don't have Tim Pool or uh, Joe Rogan money here. So everything that I'm buying, it happens, you know, one at a time. All right. So. I want to get into today's topic, but first, let me just say thank you to Space Coast Patriot, who says, I shared the Gart Cocoa Beach pic of you and I with Ann We Know today. Awesome. Very, very cool. I hope Ann We Know is doing well. I messaged him on Skype a couple of months ago, but I, that's the only contact I have for him, and I don't know if he uses it anymore. Uh, try styrofoam. Well, I uh, I don't have, like, any extra styrofoam laying around, and um, if, I, if I get something that has styrofoam, I'll go ahead and use it. I know people have told me uh, egg crates also work, egg cartons. Um, but, you know, I also want it to be like aesthetically pleasing so that if people come over, like they can actually see it. And I don't know that necessarily the egg crates on the wall or what I want to do. I, I, I at one time did have a bunch of those foam panels, but I, I felt that they just weren't working properly. And maybe it's because I bought them cheap. So I don't know. But like I said, we'll go ahead and get it taken care of. And I hope that you enjoyed the ability for me to sit down in person with somebody. I'm hoping that I can do more of those in the future. Lisa obviously doesn't want a whole bunch of people coming and going from the house, and I understand that. I don't necessarily either. But it would be cool every once in a while to be able to do that from uh, from, from inside. What I honestly, at the end of the day, what I'd like to do is to just get a small little table where we can sit one on either side 
I can have the mic stand with, you know, these good microphones because I got a couple of more of these. Uh, and then we can have the two cameras set up, you know, one at one face, one at another face, and then just go back and forth between them. And I think that, uh, that'll, that'll look good. And, uh, once I get the sound dampening panel up here, I think it'll sound really, really great too. Okay. So let us get into today's topic. First of all, guys, I wanted to offer this. You know, we had a anniversary of sorts over the weekend. It was the third anniversary of many people waking up and finding out that the election had been stolen from Donald Trump. And as we've shown on so many different occasions, there was this sort of unnatural distribution of votes that came in on election night, in the middle of the night, well past the point when votes should have been legally counted. There is no way that ballots that haven't already gotten to the count center by closing time are legally allowed to be brought in and dropped into the counting room. However, that happened. And you can see in a number of different places, first of all, Wisconsin, also Michigan, same thing happened in Georgia, virtually all of the swing states that were in contention. Joe Biden got these massive dumps of votes in the middle of the night. So what you're seeing here, and this is something that I think is uh, very, very important to remember, because we're going to have to take a look at this and keep an eye on it when we get to 2024 next year, November 2024. So all of this tracking here with Donald Trump and Joe Biden essentially being neck and neck, and then Donald Trump pulling away, taking the lead. The same here in Michigan, only it's much more dramatic. Much earlier in the evening, Donald Trump takes the lead, and he continues to hold the lead with a widening margin up until the very moment that Joe Biden has a massive dump of votes, and they're brought in sometime early in the morning. Andre says, what software do you use for your microphone? Mine sounds bad, and I have been making gaming videos. I use a Blue Yeti. So I I had a Blue Yeti when I first started out because they were inexpensive, but I found that it didn't really offer uh, a, a too good of a sound. I mean, it's a great thing to start off with, you know, if you've got a budget. Um but the microphone itself, uh, it doesn't actually have like software that it runs through. I use a Rode um, Pro. Uh, I use a Rode Procaster 2, which is the uh, – I'm sorry, the Rodecaster 2. I'm sorry. Their microphones and the boards have too similar of a naming scheme. It's a Rodecaster 2 soundboard, and the microphone runs into that. And so there is audio processing that's done on the board. That's another thing is that the microphones that we had to use, they just plugged into the computer. They weren't actually running through the soundboard because – they were USB-C, Thunderbolt, and then this is actually XLR. An XLR mic, which is a an analog connection, is going to give you a much richer and a much better sound than a USB-connected microphone will. So if I had to offer the best possible advice on, on where to start, uh, I would say that the, uh, uh, the, the, any of the Rode US, any, excuse me, any of the Rode XLR mics are a good place to start, but there is a, a broadcaster mic that is an XLR and that sounds great. I would say that's a great place to go, but definitely getting one of the Rodecaster soundboards is also just totally key on making sure that it sounds great. Uh, Penny Whitbrot, thank you so much, Penny, and thank you again to Andre. Penny says, 
Uh, hey, Zach, we are having good luck with thick light blocking curtains. They absorb a lot of sound. They may be hung over windows and in front of walls. I was just looking at those over the weekend, Penny, and the only reason that I was hesitating is because I, you know, I, I bought these curtains and I really like them and I haven't had them for that long. But uh, it's getting to the point where I think that that's the way I'm going to have to go. I, I found some online for maybe like between 50 and $70, and I, I saw that they were very heavy. They had great ratings, so that's probably what I'm going to do. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, LKW Cross says, you do a great job, Zach. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Also, I think what I'm going to do is hang up those curtains, some of those sound-blocking curtains, in front of the door because it's a double door. It's like a French door, and I know that there's definitely sound bouncing off of that as well. Border Town Mom says, my, my sound tech... Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting mode, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com fighterflare.com A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision.
husband takes plywood, puts quilting around it, and it absorbs the sound. Then upholsters a nice fabric around the white quilting. Plus, uh, he, well, then he puts them on the wall. It makes great sound panels. And then uh, Space Wanderer 77 says retro rifle t-shirt. This is a retro rifle shirt for sure. I, uh, I, ha- I have a couple of retro rifle t-shirts. I usually wear those when I get off the air because uh, there's no need to, uh, to dress up once it's just me and Lisa laying around. But yes, this is definitely a retro rifle. It's called Small Arms. Yeah. All right. Thank you, guys. I appreciate the generosity. Thank you. So what's different about the next election? Well, specifically in Wisconsin, uh, as I told you last week, there are a ton of efforts that the state legislature is taking to ensure that we don't have a repeat of what happened in 2020. And I think that bodes very well. The other difference is that you're not going to have the Zucker boxes, not going to have the Zucker bucks. You're not going to have mass mail-in balloting. You're not going to have uh, all of those uh, uh, indefinitely confined absentee ballots. So, Those ballots that I just recounted right there, those are the ones that made up these ballot dumps that came in the middle of the night. All right. And you're going to have it's going to be a little bit hairier in Michigan. But in both areas, this margin, this this wide margin uh, where Donald Trump was beating Joe Biden is going to be even wider. And I believe it's going to be even earlier because they're truly is going to be so few votes for Joe Biden that are organic that it's going to be difficult for them to cover it up and cheat in the same way they did before. Bearable says, uh, I wanted to let you know I ordered Evo C60. Used your promo code. I'm liking it. Awesome. Glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. I have great success with it as well. So this is, although it's a bittersweet day, I think that I look back on election night 2020, you know, and if you have been watching for that long, you might have been here with me and uh, a number of my my podcasting friends. And we were live uh, just, you know, kind of commentating on on everything that was happening. And, you know, the night started out and and it was uh, really high. Uh, the uh, the emotions were high. The, the excitement was high. And we knew that Donald Trump was going to win. And then the later that it got. Uh, the the more obvious it was that they were cheating. And then when Fox News called Arizona for Joe Biden before count was even done and Donald Trump was in the lead, we knew it. We knew that the goose was cooked. The fix was in. <clears throat> and we stayed up till like four in the morning. And I broadcast for eight to ten hours. I don't even remember how long. You can find that uh, stream on Rumble, I'm pretty sure. And uh, it was it, it was pretty it was pretty tough. It was definitely very, very tough, tough to watch. But there's a positivity to the events of the last three years that I think that we all need to cling to. I would say that life is a series of difficult lessons. It's a series of hardships and triumphs. And every triumph is so sweet. Every hardship is difficult to weather. But the triumphs that result after those hardships are far, far sweeter. You have a much greater respect and uh, an understanding for just how beautiful life is when you can overcome something that you never before thought you'd be able to over or uh, in, that you thought it would be insurmountable. When you're able to do that, 
it's it's a, it's a very different thing. And I know that many people are going to say that we're, we're not going to be able to vote ourselves out of a rigged election system. Uh, and I do believe that the election of 2024 will be rigged. But I believe that there are certain things that are going to happen between now and then, which are going to make it nearly impossible for the deep state to steal the election in the same way they did. And as I've said, if they do steal the election in the way that they did, nearly the entirety of the American voting public will have voted for Donald Trump. And left, right, and center, you will have people out in the streets. Those people will be demonstrating, and we will demand accountability. And there will be no January 6th 2.0, because we've already learned the tactics that they use to try to throw false flags at us. It's not going to happen. It just simply will not happen. I think that also in the count rooms, there's no way they're going to kick Republicans out because there will be no COVID-19. There will be no restrictions on space. We in these rooms will demand accountability in a free and fair election. And if you're a lawyer, if you're someone who can help on election night, I urge you, please, to contact your county GOPs, contact your local precincts, and let them know that you're available on election night. Because we need people like you. We need people who can help hold their feet to the fire and ensure that we're able to take our country back. So I just wanted to bring that up before we talk about the main event here, which is Ashley, what was her name? Ashley, Audrey, Audrey Hale, Audrey Hale. So we've been asking for months now, where is the manifesto? Where is the Tranifesto? Ashley Hale or Audrey Hale, whatever her name is. I've been misgendering her either way. It doesn't really matter. But Audrey Hale, the Nashville Covenant shooter and her trans manifesto has now leaked. And it's exactly what we thought it was going to be. Well, Except it's also a little homophobic. I thought that that was pretty interesting as well. But the police told us in April that we were going to get this manifesto released. You know if this was a white male that was doing the shooting at this little elementary school, that manifesto would have been revealed on the very first day. It would have been posted to Twitter and Facebook and the Washington Post and the New York Times would have put it on the front page and they would have said this is the symbol of white male hatred in America, racist rantings of a right-wing America first MAGA patriot. But of course, this was just a little bit different. This really threw the news crews in to a tailspin because Audrey Hale could defied all of their preconceived notions about what a mass shooter was. Who was Audrey Hale? Well, for one, she wasn't a male, although she identified as one. She was a 28-year-old woman, Audrey Elizabeth Hale. She was transgender. And she murdered three nine-year-olds and three adults in a mass shooting at the Covenant Elementary School. She fired off 152 rounds during the attack before being taken down by two hero police officers, good guys with guns, you might say. It appeared at the time that this must have been some kind of a hate crime. And of course, we know that when you give exogenous hormones to someone of the other sex, someone who those hormones are not occurring in naturally, they can cause 
some pretty unexpected side effects. In the case of a woman taking male hormones, they might develop some overt aggression. Uh, they also might develop some sort of uh, psychosis, and it appears that Audrey Hale was one of those people. The FBI and the local authorities, Nashville PD, have been giving us lip service ever since March, ever since this happened. And now, finally, despite their insistence that we would receive these documents, uh, and despite many, many delays, and despite a judge uh, who had asked for an unredacted copy of the manifesto to be examined, uh, it finally actually happened. And the person who released it was none other than Stephen Crowder. Louder with Crowder, first thing I saw this morning when I pulled up the internet, uh, was a notification from him on Rumble saying that they had been leaked, they had been given exclusive access to the trans manifesto, the terror, hate-filled manifesto of one Audrey Elizabeth Hale. Uh, and... There is a lot of interesting stuff in there. So the disturbing manifesto, although I wouldn't necessarily have described it as a manifesto, I would have called it more like a couple of selected diary entries because they're they're dated and it's just kind of like incoherent ramblings. It's not really like the manifesto of like Ted Kaczynski where, you know. He, he had a real thought process as to why he was engaging in the acts of terror that he was engaging in. Uh, he thought that technology was going to ruin society, and nay, that it actually had already ruined society. And only by rejecting technology could we reject the destruction of our very world. But Audrey Hale had what was basically a plan, a timeline that was plotted out. She titled it Death Day. And this document was filled with a number of uh, pieces uh, of direct intent, a thorough planning of exactly what she was going to do on that day and the behavior that she was going to engage in. Now, within the writings on the notebook-lined paper, she made a number of alarming statements, she said, I can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm ready. I hope my victims aren't. She states that she's looking for a high death toll. And, of course, she is particularly focused on the deaths of children. Doesn't really give a reason for why she hates children, but it's clear that she perceives them to be better than she is. She's called, she refers to them as if they're all affluent, saying children going to fancy private schools with those fancy khakis and sports backpacks with their daddy's Mustangs and convertibles. I went to a private Catholic school, and let me tell you, I uh, never had my dad's Mustang, and I never bought uh, a pair of name-brand shoes until I got into sixth grade and started going to public school. She is uh, consistently showing off that she is racist, she's intolerant, and again, that she is uh, somewhat homophobic. She writes in an angry scribble, I want to kill all you little crackers. And I'm going to say a slur that Audrey Hale wrote down. So, Media Matters, if you're watching, you can quote me on this. Audrey Hale said, bunch of little faggots with your white privileges. And here is the actual pages itself. Let me go ahead and zoom in here. 
Uh, I couldn't help but notice that she's got an Umbrella Corporation uh, logo up here at the top. If you've ever played Resident Evil, like if you've been around playing video games since the original PlayStation came out, then you'll know what that is. And she says, uh, let me see, it looks like it says Dark Abyss up at the top. And then there's this um, Umbrella Corporation logo, Death Day. She's got a gun right here, a handgun, and what looks like maybe a target right there. And she wrote this on the 27th of March of this year. Today is the day. Yes, the day has finally come. I can't believe it's here. Don't know how I was able to get this far, but here I am. I'm a little nervous, but excited too. Correct usage of the word, too. Been excited for the past two weeks. So this was not something that she had come to abruptly. There was a fair amount of planning and execution that went into this. There were several times I could have been caught, especially back in the summer of 2021. My question here is, what happened in the summer of 2021? Did she have some sort of interaction with law enforcement or perhaps the FBI? Was there a, an adult in her life, a teacher, perhaps, I don't know, a psychiatrist who was prescribing her some sort of psychoactive medication to quell these psychotic tendencies? Did somebody know something? I think the answer is more than likely yes. None of that matters now, she continues. I'm almost an hour and seven miles, an hour and seven minutes away. Can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm ready. I hope my victims aren't. My only fear is if anything goes wrong, I'll do my best to prevent, uh, I don't know, something of the sort. God let my wrath take over my anxiety. How interesting is it that she invokes God in a manifesto where she's talking about the murder of children and she's also transgender. I always thought that maybe as a transgender person, she felt some sort of special hatred for the teachers or the people that went to Covenant Christian School because it was a Christian school. I mean, a lot of people who are, are identify as this way, they wholesale reject the idea of Christianity uh, because, you know, I mean, Christianity generally teaches that uh, you are perfect in the way that God made you. Uh, it might be 10 minutes tops. It might be three to seven. It's going to go quick. I hope I have a high death count, ready to die. Ha, 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 Audrey. Or Aiden. She signed it Aiden, which is her male name. And then here is page two. This is from just over a month and a half earlier on February 3rd. She also signs it Aiden. Kill those kids, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Those crackers. She is. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill which may never exist. But believe it or not, I may have found the next best thing. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviewers can't be wrong. Simply place your order now to get 51% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com. www.trimwithus.com. Order now.
uh, openly in hatred factor for people of a white skin color. So I see a, a, a fair amount of white guilt coming out onto these pages. Going to fancy private schools, the same private school she went to, with those fancy khakis and sports backpacks, sports ball, with their addies, with their daddy's Mustangs and convertibles. Language? Fuck you little shits. I wish to shoot you weak-ass dicks with your mop yellow hair. Want to kill all of you little crackers. Bunch of little faggots with your white privileges. Fuck you faggots. Okay, again, that was a direct quote from Audrey Hale. And then here, she actually has the timeline of events that she expected to engage in. And she made a special note with a, a sticky note, which I'm... I just can't even. I guess that she didn't focus. She didn't take that into account as she was writing out her schedule on death day. So she says uh, 630 a.m. Desired wake up time. 7 a.m. Get dressed. 705 to 855. Maybe something with stuffed animals and possessions. I don't know, maybe giving away her stuffed animals and possessions or assigning her stuffed animals and possessions to other people. Uh, 9 a.m., eat breakfast at home in a heart. 9.30 a.m., pack up special belongings in backpacks. I would imagine these special belongings were the uh, the, the weapons that she was planning to use and then also the, the rounds in the magazines. At 9.50, test knife tice... Test knife car glass breaker on dad's old cars. Think that this was probably so that she could get into the building. 10 a.m. Leave for Royal Range. Should take 19 to 20 minutes. At 10.20 a.m., gear up and set up guns in the trunk, assemble, and get out the vest with mags inside. 11.20 a.m. Final videotape. 10 minutes. And this, my friends, is where it gets very interesting because we know that Audrey Hale's telephone, her iPhone or Android, whatever it might be, we know that was recovered. And certainly any of her other electronics were recovered as well. Now, we are able to define some information from this screed of rambling words, but you have to believe that uh, a 10-minute video of her just before she went into the Covenant Christian School to murder these children and these adults, certainly it would give uh, a lot more detailed information, perhaps a much better idea of where her head was at right before she went in. And who knows, uh, maybe she talks about other people who might have been involved or uh, deeper reasonings as to why she would do it. Uh, and then this is her, um, her, her sticky note. She says lunch, maybe around 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And uh, at 1130, she's got nothing. That's where the video ends. But at 1135, she wants to leave for Covenant School. 12 a.m., excuse me, 12 p.m., arrive at Covenant. Check the parking lot for security. 12.05 a.m., arrive in designated parking space. So she must have cased the joint ahead of time. Been pl- Maybe she'd been planning this for several years. Uh, 12.05 to 12.10, prepare for the attack. 12.11, lock and load all weapons. 12.33, open, fires, open fire towards 
something entrance, southwest entrance. And then let me give – I can't read what it says there. Um, I can't read what she says down here, but you can see that it says time to die. And she wrote something else, but she scribbled it out. Now, over here on this page next to that one, you can see that she's got some sort of budget worked out. I I would have to believe that's probably a budget for actually uh, purchasing all of the stuff. Ah, here we go. It said, let massacre begin. Time to die. Circled triple X. So, yeah, a lot of uh, interesting pieces of, in- of info that we can gather from this. Uh, looks like a couple of people have been commenting, including Alex Jones, of course. Uh, also, Stephen Crowder commenting as well. But the real question I have is where is that final video? If she made a video, that would be of journalistic interest to the general public at large. And that video certainly would have additional information in it, which would give us an insight into the actions she took. Now, I find it to be totally unbelievable that the parents of the children at this school that have died or the ones who actually survived would try to stop the release of any of this information because – Only by putting this information out there in the public are we going to be able to successfully ensure that something like this doesn't happen again in the future. I think that really, at the end of the day, this is about virtue signaling. This is about the parents uh, perhaps maybe co-signing this kind of lifestyle. They they just in the same way as the left-wing media, they don't want the American public to know that there is a mental health problem. Uh, Obviously, as a result of Audrey Hale's orientation, she completely completely is outside of the mold of what the nationwide mainstream media is telling us uh, the uh, the identity of uh, a mass shooter is. Uh, every time that it's a, a, a trans person or a person of color, it, it all goes away rather quickly. The only time that they blast their first, middle, and last name along with anything they wrote or any social media post they made is when the person happens to have white skin. Right here, D.C. Drano, uh, he asked the same question I did. I haven't even seen this. Something strange that stuck out to me in the Nashville Trans Terrorist Manifesto. She wrote, there were several times I could have been caught, especially back in summer of 2021. Was she already on the FBI's radar? Is this why they hid the memo? Congress should investigate. Good. I'm on the right track. Excellent. All right. So. That's really all I've got on that. I I think that uh, hopefully this information will continue to trickle out. Clearly, that looks like it's uh, a much larger notebook, so there's more information in there. It would be great if that information was leaked as well. We need to see the rest of it, and we need to continue to put these people on blast. There is absolutely no excuse for people who would murder children uh, or hurt anybody in a general sense. All right, you guys, before we take off with the rest of this information and all the other stories, I've got to say thank you to the second sponsor of today's program. Please sit back and I'll be right back. So recently, I've told you guys about a breakthrough new anti-aging remedy that I've been using that keeps me energized all day long. I just take a teaspoonful of C60 Evo olive oil in the morning, and I notice better mental focus, flexibility, and physical endurance. Now, it's rare to feel improvements this quickly. I also end up sleeping deeper at night, so it's really helpful. Their peptide and ESS60 hair and lotion renewal formulas are exceptional because they really work. And C60 Evo's lab has been made 
manufacturing this Nobel Prize winning miracle molecule for 32 years in their Houston, Texas Patriot owned lab. ESS 60 is the upgraded version of the carbon 60 molecule. It's specifically made for both people and pets. It's a potent and effective way for people's lives to be improved all around the world. So maximize your health and enjoy noticeable results with C60 Evo organic edible oils, skin serums, and pet products. You can buy with confidence from C60 Evo, and you can use my personal code for a discount at checkout. Simply go to c60evo.com forward slash redpill78, and then when you're there, use code redpill78 for an additional 10% off your entire order. Once again, that's c60evo.com forward slash redpill78, and when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right. Uh, let me say thank you to Space Coast Patriot. Those were F around find out votes. We fell asleep on the job. We trusted in our system too much. I agree with you. Nakaz808 dropped some shades. Ranger Billy dropped a cookie. Just Duckies also dropped a cookie. M the Painter says, remember, Zach, uh, they have none of this in Russia. LGBTQ is illegal there. Uh, yes, you're absolutely right. Good Dog 45 says, uh, that was just one person's opinion. I think your sound is great. Keep up the great work. Thank you so much. Sean Joe, thanks for the cookie. Thanks for another cookie. And it looks like uh, a couple of you are uh, upset that uh, I reported on this particular story. Um, you know, if, if it wasn't being widely reported, I wouldn't feel comfortable actually talking about it. Uh, and as I said, this is something that we've been waiting to see for such a very long time. Um, so, you know, if, if you disagree with me on my decision to cover it, obviously that's your prerogative, but uh, I have been waiting for this stuff to get released since the day that this manifesto was announced uh, back in March. So we can agree, agree to disagree on it. But I, I want to temper that story with a couple of different stories about good guys with guns, people who stopped something like this from actually happening. Uh, and what we have here is a story of a L.A. father who was armed and some thugs with masks on and guns of their own tried to break into his home. Obviously, his family was there, his wife and his baby. And uh, what's unique about this is that uh, we actually have some security footage. So let's go ahead and take a look. Attempted home invasion caught on camera, but the unsuspecting homeowner winds up pulling a gun on his attackers. I'm Joy Rand. I'm Michelle Fisher. That homeowner speaking out about the frightening ordeal to Eyewitness News reporter Sophie Flay. She is live in Koreatown with that story for us tonight. Sophie. Michelle, we spoke to the man who defended himself and his family after two intruders tried to enter his home. He wanted to remain anonymous because this is still an ongoing investigation. Terrifying surveillance video shows a masked intruder with a gun run up to this mid-city man about to walk in his front door. The homeowner pulls out his gun to defend himself, firing shots at the two intruders, quickly entering a shootout. I guess they decided to try to come at me and come in the house, but I have a five-month-old baby and a wife, nanny in, in the house, and uh, that wasn't going to happen. There was nothing in my house that was worth dying for, but I was willing to die for my family. The shootout happened Saturday night around 7.30. And that's really it. It's one of those situations where I encourage everybody to ensure that you're armed, that you have the ability to protect yourself and your family. Obviously, if you live in some place like Los Angeles or some other Democrat-controlled hellhole, uh, it's even more important. I mean, to be quite honest with you, this is the
the kind of thing that can happen anywhere. If you ever take a look at uh, the like ring camera footage and doorbell footage that's released from all over the country, this is happening with uh, an alarming rate because, uh, unfortunately, so many of these district attorneys and county attorneys, they are simply just not prosecuting people like this. Uh, and uh, thugs are being allowed back out on the street to engage in this sort of criminal activity. So the likelihood that it's going to happen to you is just so much greater than it was in years past. And so by making sure that you're armed, by making sure that you are properly trained in the use of a weapon, whichever one it might be, you can virtually be assured that you're not going to be the victim of a senseless crime and that you can protect your family from the same sort of thing. Now, the same holds true if you're a business owner or if you work in one of these Democrat-controlled hellholes and there is a possibility that you might become the victim of an armed robbery. Well, the same sort of thing happened this Saturday night where a pizza shop owner was working behind the counter and a couple of armed robbers came in and uh, a gun battle ensued. Now, don't believe we have video of this one, uh, but one of the robbers was shot multiple times and he was wounded fatally. Uh, the other one, I believe, was able to flee on foot. Uh, the one who was shot multiple times was shot uh, both in the head and the upper body, and then he was pronounced dead at the scene. That vision, that image was probably enough to send his partner running for the hills. Uh, I certainly hope that because it's Philadelphia, maybe they got some security footage uh, to see which way that he went. Uh, maybe he was injured as well, and uh, he's going to seek treatment at a hospital. That kind of thing happens all the time. Robbers end up getting shot in the leg or the arm or something like that, sometimes the stomach, and then they show up and they're like, oh, my buddy shot me. I need to get taken care of real quick, and then the police shop up. Uh, but the uh, the identity of the robber has not been identified yet. Uh, but the uh, man who a, a man who witnessed the actual shooting said what I saw was a guy lying on the ground blood. The owner's son said he had to shoot him because the guy was shooting at him. He said he had to shoot back in self-defense. If it was up to the politicians in Washington, D.C., you wouldn't have the ability to protect yourself in this way. And this is why, once more, you need to make sure that you are able to take care of yourself and your family. It's so vitally important if we're going to continue to take care of this world, to shepherd this world, and to ensure that justice is meted out in the best way possible. Unfortunately, all too often, the criminal justice system here in America simply just does not deliver the justice that is needed. And that robber, he needed to F around and uh, he, he found out. That's to be sure. All right. So I saw this in crazy segment on NBC News over the weekend where they were interviewing registered Republicans about uh, these various efforts to enshrine abortion into state constitutions. And specifically in Ohio uh, is where they did it. And they made this insane argument that to be pro-abortion is a conservative position. They never mention that being pro-abortion means that you're anti-life or that you're pro-killing babies. I think that that's the conservative position. Uh, but during the segment, they had a former Ohio State lawmaker by the name of Joan Lawrence. I'm not familiar with her. She said, I think it's up to the individual, not the government, to decide what to do about a pregnancy. Well, the government has already taken a stance on the protection of life, and although it's written in law, also the, pro the protection of children. Now, 
in practice, unfortunately, all too often, the lives of individuals and more specifically the lives of children just simply are not protected in the way that they need to be. She said it's not a partisan issue. It really isn't. And Republicans are making it, trying to make it a partisan issue. It really shouldn't be a partisan issue. Saving the lives of unborn children should be a nonpartisan issue. Unfortunately, it's the Democrats who want to enshrine the the right to kill babies into the foundation, the fabric of American law. Uh, the correspondent who is doing the story said other Republican women from the reliably red Columbus suburbs also feel that way. In August, they voted against a Republican effort to make changing the state constitution Constitution harder. Many viewed that special election was an attempt to undermine the vote next Tuesday, where Ohioans decide whether to guarantee access to abortion in the state constitution. I think that the efforts to make changes to the Constitution itself in a general sense uh, might have been an attack on the right of the voting public uh, to enshrine certain things in the Constitution, but it wasn't expressly about the right, uh, uh, whether or not you're going to have the right to go engage in an abortion. But listen to this. Uh, Lisa Knapp, a registered Republican, believes in low taxes and small government. She also says women's bodies are their own business. Okay, what about the lives of the unborn, Uh, the lives of those who cannot take care of themselves? If you're a mother and you have a child who is uh, severely disabled, do you have the right to just uh, take that child and and throw it down a well? Uh, Do you have the right to to leave it out uh, in the midst of of a a snowstorm and allow that child to freeze to death? I would say no on both accounts. She said there's So that's a big Republican ideal, is that the government stay out of your business. That is a Republican ideal. But in this particular issue, they are getting into your business. It's not your business if you want to kill someone. Under any other circumstance, if a life is taken, you are sent to prison. Uh, If you are a pregnant mother and you imbibe drugs and you kill your baby, you're on the hook for it. You've committed murder. You have killed that fetus. If you are a thief and you're robbing a pregnant woman at gunpoint and you shoot her in the stomach and you don't kill her, but you kill the baby, you're charged with murder. That's just the way it is. Why is it that in this instance, because you're the one making the choice to kill this baby and it happens to be in a a doctor's office, why is it that you want to pass on this? So the Correspondent asked, do you think that the abortion issue has been good politically for the Republican Party? Oh, it's been horrible, Knapp said. The so-called third, the third so-called pro-choice conservative identified as Erica. Erica said, if someone was like, hey, I want to impose a six-week ban, I would never vote for that person. I think the abortion issue is just a lot bigger than most people have realized it is, you know, for Republicans. It's a sad day if it turns out that there are more Republican women than not who believe that they should have the continued right to kill babies. And all too unfortunate. Unfortunately, the overwhelming portion of society who have their babies killed, it's it's black women, black women uh, who end up getting an abortion from a Planned Parenthood or some other uh, low income abortion clinic in uh, a, a seedy part of town. 
And so I see this, and I always have, uh, as fighting for the rights of those who don't have the right to fight for themselves. I think that that is a, a major aspect of, uh, of, of my point of view. And certainly the people who just do not have the ability to advocate for themselves, they must have advocates. And if it's an unborn baby, your advocate is your parents. Now, what's interesting is that uh, there are a lot of people turning away from the Democrat Party and turning towards the Republican Party. And for many, that's simply just a, a matter of uh, self-preservation. They see what Joe Biden is doing, and, uh, and, and, and they know that they have to vote for something different. However, Democrats who are looking at the situation that's taking place, they take a much darker view of it. And specifically, this Democrat rep from New York says that black voters are too dumb to understand political affairs. Uh, this was on a recent issue, excuse me, a recent episode of a program on CNN. And I'm sorry, she's from Texas, not New York. Uh, her name is Jasmine Crockett. She's a Democrat in Texas. And uh, she made the statement suggesting that black voters are too dumb to fully understand political matters. Uh, now, of course, this has been a controversial take. Uh, she was the representative who was interpreting a recent poll that showcased the surge in popularity for former President Donald Trump among black voters here in America. Black voters have traditionally been a, a, a solid pick for Democrats in virtually all elections. But it's not simply a, a saying uh, to tell people to get off the Democrat plantation because Democrats are perfectly willing to just hold people hostage, hold them slaves, uh, and uh, do whatever to them they will. Now, this poll suggested that if the election were held today, former President Donald Trump would beat Joe Biden, securing over 300 electoral votes. And there is a significant shift we can gather from the data, which shows a groundswell well of support from black voters for President Trump. Now, as we've talked about on numerous occasions here on the show, a lot of that has to do with the way Donald Trump is being tra being treated by the government, the same government who black voters have traditionally seen as uh, really having no care for their civil rights uh, or for uh, for anything else for that matter. Right now, we're looking at a 22 percent of those respondents that are black and voting uh, who are supporting President Trump. This is a, a larger figure than any Republican has ever seen in modern presidential politics. Obviously, you go back a little bit further and you had a much larger proportion of the black uh, voting population who were supporting Republican candidates because it was Republicans who ended slavery and the Democrats who wanted to keep it going. But uh, instead of uh, looking inward, in, instead of trying to uh, uh, figure out what is the real reasoning, behind this shift in politics and, and allegiance for black Americans. Uh, she instead suggested uh, that black voters were of limited intelligence. She said, here's the deal. Perception is reality. And so when you look at the data that was provided in this poll, it talks about how people feel. And when people decide whether they're going to the poll or whether they're not going to the poll, it's all about how you feel in that moment. And so while the facts may not align with their feelings, I would argue that their facts, excuse me, the facts and their feelings are aligned perfectly. Their feelings are dictating their reality. Their reality is that they said they feel better or they felt better when Trump was in office. But we've been trying to push back. Why would you be trying to push back? There is a, an objective truth here. 
not just black Americans, but all Americans. Our lives were better when Donald Trump was in office because the policy, the decisions, the leadership, the strength, the the economic impact of President Trump being in office, it was better for everyone. It wasn't even just better for America. It was better for the world. The world was at peace by and large. Donald Trump reached his hand across the table to many different people all around the world, people who Democrats had refused to sit down with in the past. She said, we've got some very popular African-American artists out there saying things like, oh, I got checks when Trump was in office. I want those checks again. That is really an oversimplification of it. Because it's not simply that there was COVID money going out when President Trump was in office. Uh, It was absolutely every aspect of President Trump's leadership when he was in office. People were simply better off just at a base level because their dollar had more purchasing power. Uh, She continued, we've got a couple of things, the perception issue, and then we've also got an issue as it relates to civics in this country and people not understanding exactly how any of this works. Well, the reason people... People don't understand civics in America is because that hasn't been taught in schools for decades. And uh, perhaps one of the reasons that we've got uh, lower than average intelligence in many areas around the country is because the Democrat school teacher unions that are running the education system are failing to teach those children attending their classes to read, write, reason or enter society and become productive members of that society. If you are a black American, the only thing the Democrats want you doing is signing up for benefits and making sure that you show up on election day. That's all they want from you. As soon as you start to question whether or not these Democrat leaders in Washington, D.C. actually care about who you are or what you do or what happens to you in the future or your children, Unfortunately, you now are of below average intelligence. She is quite literally suggesting that black people are making decisions based on their misconceptions or a lack of understanding about the political process. And I find that to be wholly offensive. All right. Uh, Isaac Truth dropped a cookie. So did Jay and so did Porpoiseful. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that. You need some milk also says the motives for abortion are purely satanic. I would say that the um, the push for abortion on a certain level certainly is satanic. Uh, but there are people who are more than likely not satanic. And the reason that they are supporting the idea of abortion is also economic. There is a lot of money that is involved in the sale and trafficking of dead babies, baby organs, um, the various body parts of those babies. It is really disturbing. It's not something I ever recommend people investigating online because you can find it and it will, it will harden your soul. It will severely, severely damage you. All right. So President Trump back in court today in New York, perhaps this is actually 
one of the reasons that black Americans are supporting him. Because again, the same corrupt judicial system, the same corrupt DOJ, the same corrupt FBI that targets the low-hanging fruit in the ghettos of America and the Democrat-run cities, that is the same group of organizations that are going after Donald Trump. Black Americans, look at Donald Trump and the way he's being treated and the sort of uh, of, of fairness that he's receiving, and I say that all with uh, due irony, tongue-in-cheek, uh, and they identify with what's happening to him. That is on top of how comfortable their lives were under Donald Trump, not because of the checks, okay, but because of many different reasons. It's a multifaceted issue, but at the end of the day, our lives were better. So President Trump had the opportunity today to speak at a couple different times, both on his way into the courtroom and then also inside that courtroom as he was testifying for the corrupt New York District Judge and Gorin. Uh, as he came in, he had a couple of choice words for Letitia Peekaboo James. And uh, let's go ahead and take a look at this post from President Trump's. Uh, I'm sorry, this is together now. We've got to stand up to bullies. We've got to stand up to an an administration which is too male, too pale, and too stale. Too male, too pale, and too stale. Too male, too pale, and too stale. So just thinking about lower than average intelligence, that's what I see when I take a look at Letitia Peekaboo James. And it's not because she's black. It's not because she's a Democrat. It's because she's uneducated. It's because she's a bigot. It's because she thinks that the problems that exist in this country are because of white men. Well, guess what, Letitia James? Good luck having a nation. Good luck keeping the United States of America without the white men who were instrumental in its founding and its creation. All right? Because although you may hate our very presence, you would not be here and America would not be a nation were it not for our forefathers. So I'm just going to say have a little bit of respect. Now, Letitia James gives herself away every time she steps up to a mic. Letitia James is a, uh, a media whore. All right. All she wants to do is get a couple of sound bites talking about how much she hates President Trump. She had her mind made up. This was all about her campaign. I guarantee you, Letitia James tries to run for governor again after this. Here is President Trump. That post was from President Trump on his Truth Social, reposted on Twitter by a, a, a Trump reposting account. Here is President Trump walking into the court this morning, and he had a couple of words for Letitia. Don't let your packages get stolen from your front porch. With this amazing little piece of tech. Mr. Trump, are you looking forward to testifying today? I am. Uh, yeah. So, well, uh, Israel is being attacked. Well, 
Oh, God. Why is it so quiet? Ukraine is being attacked while inflation is eating our country. Uh, um, let me let me turn it up, guys. Okay. Now watch. I'm going to turn it up, and then they're going to turn it up on their end, and it's going to blast your ear. So I'm going to try to catch it real quick. I'm down here, and these are all political opponents. All right. Unfortunately, that is just too quiet. Too quiet. But either way, this is what... President Trump had to say as he walked into court, uh, while Israel is being attacked, while Ukraine is being attacked, while inflation is eating our country alive, I'm down here. And there are all and these are all political opponents attacks by the Biden administration. Joe Biden and his regime have orchestrated this entire thing. Their poll numbers are terrible. So what happened today? Well, the New York Times and CBS came out with a poll that I'm leading all over the place. But it's a very unfair situation. This is really election interference. That's all it is. This trial is ridiculous. The numbers are much greater than on the financial statement. We've proven that already. They said Mar-a-Lago is worth $18 million. Mar-a-Lago is worth probably anywhere from 50 to 100 times that. It's a terrible, terrible thing. These are political operatives I'm going to be dealing with. You have a racist attorney general who made some terrible statements. I mean, you see some more than that. You see more than that come over the wires today. It's a very sad situation for our country. We shouldn't have this. This is the this is for third world countries, and it's very unfair. It's very unfair. But in the meantime, the people of the country understand it. Yes, they do. They see it and they don't like it. No, no, they don't. They don't like it because it's political warfare. That's right. It's absolutely unfair, as you would call it, or political lawfare. Another name. I got a lot of names for it, but usually it takes place in third world countries and banana republics. Nobody's ever seen that to this extent that we've ever seen it here. But we will go along and we will hopefully do very well in every regard. We'll win the election and we'll make America great again. That's what we're going to do. We're going to make America great again. But we have to take away from the thugs that we deal with, the horrible people that actually must hate our country to do this. But we will fight very hard for our country. Thank you very much, everybody. And I'm hoping that when President Trump returns, he's going to clean house because that's the only way that our government is ever going to start operating correctly. We've got to thin out the overly, overly bloated red tape, the federal employees who essentially are allowed to stay in their jobs no matter how terrible they are. That's one of the big things that we've got to undo is this uh, sense of protectionism that's lording over Washington, D.C. The threat of people coming and suing and being able to get all their benefits and get raises. Uh, We need to have some sort of accountability in federal in federal workers, something that's going to actually test them on how proficient they are at their jobs. And any federal agency that is duplicating a process that can be implemented at the state level, it should automatically be completely cut. There should be nothing there. So as I said, President Trump also spoke as he was in the courtroom on the stand. He took the stand today and Judge Ngoran allegedly lectured President Trump for delivering speeches during questioning. Again, President Trump 
he's being questioned on the stand, he should be able to answer the question in the best way possible. So for Judge Ngorin to demand that he answer the question in any other way than he would is wholly unfair, especially lecturing President Trump in light of all of the statements that Ngorin himself has made. Either way, President Trump is making him very, very angry uh, because Ngorin doesn't want him to be speaking on the stand or anywhere else. Now, according to reports, obviously because this wasn't broadcast, Ngorin repeatedly attacked President Trump for his long-winded answers to questions about his highly successful international business. New York Attorney General Letitia James is hoping to pilfer $250 million from President Trump. She's going to put it into the coffers of New York, and she's probably just going to hand it out to illegal immigrants. So this is coming from Simon Ataba. He is that African um, uh, correspondent in the White House who had gotten the cold shoulder from uh, Karine Jean-Pierre. All right. So breaking brutal in New York. I'm sure let me go to Simon's Twitter here. Brutal in New York. In case you're not paying attention, Donald Trump has taken the stand in New York and it does not seem to be a very friendly court. For instance, Judge Ngorin told Trump, you can attack me, you can do whatever you want, but answer the question. He also told him to simply answer questions and not give speeches. Please just answer the question. No speeches, he told President Trump. That was a yes or no question. Please answer yes or no when you receive such a question, Ngorin again told Trump. Judge Ngorin even told Trump's attorneys to sit down, just sit down. We are here to hear him answer questions. How in the world is President Trump's legal team supposed to deliver an effective defense if the judge won't let them talk? How is President Trump supposed to defend himself in court if the judge won't let him talk? How is President Trump supposed to uh, answer to the people who love him if he's not allowed to speak outside of the court? It's so unfair. President Trump, however, said this is a very, very unfair trial. Very. And I hope the public is watching. Well, my friends, the world is watching. Based on what's going on, I doubt Trump would win this in court. Just saying. Now, I am leaning towards this man right here. Now, this is actually this looks like to be an AI face tuned version of the judge's picture because uh, he's all cleaned up here and it has just kind of that that 4K AI look to it. This is a real picture of President Trump. They didn't bother tuning his face. But no, I don't think that President Trump is going to win this because there's no jury. It's just it's just Judge Ngorin. And he obviously hates President Trump. He hates the fact that President Trump exists. He wants to destroy him. He wants him out of New York City. He wants to make sure that he won't be president again. So I'm sure Ngorin is going to find him guilty. He's already proven his lack of intelligence with which with his armchair evaluation of the value of Mar-a-Lago and other Trump properties. Uh, and of course, he's not listening to the banking witnesses who come in and say that we are not victims of anything. It was a good loan to President Trump. We would loan him money again in the 
exact same way we did before. So Judge Ngoran has his mind made up. Letitia James is a racist lunatic, and this is going to end up being deliberated upon by a higher court. Now, also outside of the courtroom, we had a uh, really incredible statement that was given by one of President Trump's uh, attorneys as well. Uh, And when President Trump came out of the court himself, he had the opportunity to make even more statements. Uh, But here is a full accounting of every single line that took place inside the court today. Uh, We're not going to go through this right now. I think that what I'd like to do is uh, maybe see if I can put together an audio version of it. Uh, But but yes, President Trump essentially called out Letitia James and Judge Ngorin. He said that Letitia James is a political hack who wants to be governor, and this is a political witch hunt, and I think she should be ashamed of herself. That's an honest answer, and I, I feel like so many in, in America feel the exact same way. So let's listen to Alina Hababa. Ha, Alina Hanna. <laughs> she is one of President Trump's attorneys who was actually gagged just like President Trump, and she has some choice words for the judge here. Let's take a listen. Am I being paid as an attorney? How? Oh, I got to re- refresh. Coming from the judge who has already predetermined that my client committed fraud before we even walked into this courtroom. I'm not here to hear what he has to say. Then why exactly am I being paid as an attorney and why exactly are taxpayer dollars being used in this courtroom? The answer is very clear. Because Ms. James wants to stand right here like she did this morning and call my client a liar call the company fraudulent and make a name for herself. She said this morning that the numbers don't lie and they won't lie in this case. Well, Miss James, I have a message for you. The numbers didn't lie when you ran for governor and that's why you dropped out. And the numbers don't lie when President Trump runs for office in 2024. And those numbers are loud and clear. This country is falling apart. And if we don't stop corruption in courtrooms where attorneys are gagged, where attorneys are not allowed to say what they need to say to protect their clients' interests, it doesn't matter what your politics are. Everyone has a right in this country to get up and put a defense. I don't care who you are. You have a right to hire a lawyer who can put objections on the record. You have a right to hire a lawyer who can stand up and say something when they see something wrong. But I was told to sit down today. I was yelled at and I've had a judge who is unhinged slamming a table. Let me be very clear. I don't tolerate that in my life. I'm not going to tolerate it here. And you know what? You shouldn't either. Because not every American citizen gets a camera and a microphone. And what I'm seeing is such a demise of American judicial system and democracy. Miss James came out this morning and said that she knew Mr. Trump, and she always calls him Mr. Trump because it kills her that he was the president. But the 45th president of this country, one of the best presidents we've had. Show some respect, Letitia. Show some freaking respect. A great company. It's worth a ton more than that statement of financial condition. And she doesn't know how to get out of it because her politics won't allow her. She calls him a bully. She says 
He's going to bring out racial slurs. He's going to say things today and taunt her. Well, Miss James, you taunted him. Before you came into office, before you saw one record, one statement of financial condition, you taunted him. You said his administration was too male and too pale. Those are her words. She said that she and Michael Cohen were going to be his biggest nightmare. Where well, I have some news for you, Miss James. Michael Cohen folded, lied, and crumbled. Your star witness, along with all the DAs and corrupt AGs, need to be paying attention to what happens when you let us take the stand. And what, whatever happened to Alvin Bragg? You guys remember Alvin Bragg, the Manhattan district attorney? He was the first one to file bogus charges against Donald Trump. And that's just faded off into the background, probably largely because there's no case there. And even if Alvin Bragg actually brings it to trial, nothing's going to come of that one. Let's go ahead. Let my client speak the truth and the judge can tell me to sit down. And he can try and shorten my client's testimony, but it is loud and clear. They've got nothing. They've got nothing but their politics. She's got nothing but her Soros backing, which we discovered recently. And I am sick and tired of seeing it. Pay attention, America. Pay attention. Because when you're in court one of these days and you don't have a lawyer that has a microphone and you don't have a lawyer that can go on TV and you've got judges gagging them, what are you going to do? We need to fix this country and we need to stop what is happening in this courtroom. President Trump is worth a lot more and she wasn't ready for it. She doesn't understand it. And before she rushed to judgment, she should have thought about attacking somebody with over 50 years of real estate expertise who changed single handedly the skyline of New York City. Boom. She picked the wrong person and her politics will fail for it. Yes, they will. Letitia James is going to be relegated to the dustbin of history. Donald Trump is an American hero. Donald Trump did single-handedly change the skyline of New York City. New York City would have been nothing without Donald Trump's influence, investment, and business acumen. Judge Gorin will be remembered as the guy who tried to take down President Trump, the judge who unfairly attempted to influence witnesses, tried to silence lawyers, tried to silence a defendant attempting to defend himself. Alina, Hab- Alina Hanna <laughs> is absolutely right on all these points. And who is the real bigot? Who's the racist? Donald Trump hasn't come out and attacked Letitia Peekaboo James for her race or anything even close to it. He hasn't even attacked her because she's a woman. She's the one attacking other people for their race and for their ethnic makeup. So President Trump's popularity is not only continuing to rise among the average everyday American voter. Five Florida state legislators have now also publicly switch their endorsements from Ron DeSantis to President Trump. I need to say thank you to the user over on Foxhole who uh, let me know that the chat was frozen on Rumble. I did not know that. A from PA, thank you very much. I appreciate you there. Thank you for that. Uh, let me see. Um, so 
<laughs> I said cat. I meant to say thanks for the chat tip. Thank you for letting me know that the chat was frozen. Ah, who cares? It was who cares. And then also let me say thank you to uh, Space Coast Patriot who said, Judging Gorin looks like Bernie Sanders' brother. I almost feel like that's too kind. I think Judging Gorin, uh, I said the other day, he looks like he smells like an ashtray. Uh, and that's not to denigrate anybody who actually smokes here. Uh, there's a difference between people who smoke and people who just don't care. Judging Gorin is so unkempt. He's just gross looking. I bet you he doesn't wear deodorant, probably doesn't shower on a regular basis. He's got halitosis. Uh, he's not washing his face or taking care of himself in any sense. He's probably eating bad food uh, and uh, good luck living to a ripe old age. I, I think that Judging Gorin looks like, I don't know, like the, the, the Crypt Keeper from Tales from the Crypt or some other sort of skeletal thing, Jack Skellington or something. But these five Republican Florida state legislators had previously been boosting Ron DeSantis uh, in his hopes to gain some traction against President Trump in the 2024 presidential race. It's quite obvious now to everybody involved, perhaps except for Ron DeSantis, that that's never going to happen. President Trump is the only candidate that people care about. He's the only candidate that people identify with because he's a human being. Everybody else is a politician. We got state reps Jessica Baker, Webster Barnaby, Alina Garcia, Kevin Steele, and Senator Debbie Mayfield. So, in total, President Trump picked up endorsements from seven state legislators. This happened while he was speaking at the Florida Freedom Summit on Saturday. This was also an event where DeSantis spoke. Uh, State representatives Mike Beltran and David Barrero, who had not yet endorsed anyone in the race, also endorsed President Trump. Some Florida legislatures have expressed that they are concerned about switching their endorsement out of fear that DeSantis will veto their spending projects out of spite. He might. But at this point, guys, there is nothing to lose. Uh, President Trump will become president again. You support President Trump, and it shows your constituents that your heart is in the right place. Ron DeSantis is uh, undoubtedly going to veto some stuff in the future. You can always bring a bill back to the table. You can always try to work with him on it. You know, and quite often these politicians, uh, they're just, they are petty people, okay? And uh, I think that it's high time that politicians, legislatures, assemblymen stop being blackmailed into doing something that you don't want to do. Do what's right for the people who put you in office, whether it's in Tallahassee or Washington, D.C. But this was a a pretty stunning thing to happen. And it was also hilarious to watch the responses from the DeSantis crew on Twitter. They tried to say that President Trump spoke to a mostly empty room, uh, but it was actually a packed room, and Ron DeSantis was the one speaking to an empty room. President Trump is the, uh, the, the only choice as far as I'm concerned, and I think most people agree and feel that way as well. Now, this was an interesting story that I saw pop up. I just don't want to talk about it too much, but uh, in Antarctica, McMurdo Station, I thought this was uh, interesting considering the uh, series of Antarctica shows that John and I have done recently on baseless conspiracies. But there's been a man who was charged with assaulting a woman, uh, and he was sent to protect a scientific team on uh, at the McMurdo Ice Station. Uh, And McMurdo is just one of a number of settled 
settlements that are there in Antarctica. It's owned by the United States. It's also called Mactown, uh, affectionately. There is uh, houses with up to 1,200 residents there. Uh, and uh, we now know that it's a place that is simply plagued by drunkenness, violence, sexual assault, and rape. Uh, so the new developments show that a man accused of physically assaulting a woman at the station was subsequently sent to a remote ice field to protect the safety of a professor and three young college graduates. Uh, not only that, but he remained there for a full week after a warrant for his arrest was issued. His name is Stephen Tyler Beanman. He's also pled not guilty to misdemeanor assault over the incident, and his lawyer called it horseplay. This is going to trial today in Honolulu. So all the best. Good luck to you. Before we end, we've got to take a look at the effect of courting the radical left as it's having on the Democrats. So average black Americans who are just, you know, intelligent people who are starting to pay attention outside of what the Democrat narrative is, they're moving over to President Trump. Another segment of the safe Democrat voting population is the ultra-radical left that Democrats have been courting since before Trump came into office. And a lot of those people are these pro-Palestinian protesters, not only pro-Palestine, but oftentimes uh, pro-Hamas as well. Uh, Cory Booker, a uh, Democrat from New Jersey, was speaking on Sunday at uh, a rally in South Brunswick, New Jersey, and it came to uh, an immediate halt after pro Palestinian protesters interrupted him. Uh, protesters uh, were telling Cory Brooks uh, that, uh, well, he was giving examples of what makes America great. And that's kind of ironic considering President Trump's slogan. Uh, he said, I want to call out to everybody right now. We should know in New Jersey how privileged we are. There are so many places in our country right now. And then all of a sudden, the radical leftist stood up and interrupted him, screaming, cease fire now. Uh, and then Cory Booker tried to pacify the crowd by saying this is what makes America great. The power to protest, the power to have free speech, the power of America. And they ramped up the shouting, saying, free Palestine, and Cory Booker, you can't hide. We charge you with genocide. <laughs> I thought that that was so good. And then they pulled out loudspeakers, uh, and, uh, and they started blasting, we are family, trying to drown out the cries of these protesters, these liberal agitators. I think it's safe to say that they may not be supporting Cory Booker in the next election. Uh, let me see. Yes, tip for the day, Coat Herder. Uh, finish reading the Urantia book. Important. I will eventually, but it's one of many books that I have on my reading list, and uh, I will get to it. And as soon as I do, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely talk about it on the air. All right, so. Um, I'm sure you heard what happened in Washington, D.C. over the weekend, and we are going to talk about that. But before we do, I want to preface it uh, with this story coming out of California. What happened in Washington, D.C. over the weekend was not an isolated incident. In California, Oakland, California, at a port, uh, there was a group of pro-Palestinian protesters who stormed the port, and they actually breached a U.S. military supply ship that they thought was heading to Israel. Now, I thought that this was highly interesting because uh, obviously if this was a group of America First protesters and they stormed a U.S. military supply ship going anywhere in the world, then the United States government would have immediately called Joe Biden into the Oval Office, had him deliver remarks to the American people and suggest that MAGA 
people are terrorists. So this supply ship was blocked from leaving Oakland, California and the port on Friday after these protesters stormed the ship. Looks like maybe they were trying to get the cargo for themselves, which is what you would expect from radical leftists. They locked themselves to the carrier Cape Orlando, and they said that they were going to bring weapons to Israel after loading up in Tacoma, Washington. Apparently, they were wrong, and this ship was not doing that. But they also blocked the entrance to the berth of the ship, where it was moored, and there were three others who were holding on to a rope ladder and refusing to let workers close a door to the ship. Uh, this began at dawn with about 50 protesters, and the numbers grew to 200. Can you imagine the federal government allowing people who consider themselves to be American patriots behaving in this way? They chanted from the ship, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. Hey, hey, ho, ho, the occupation has got to go. They were calling, of course, for a ceasefire between Palestine and uh, or Israel and Hamas. Uh, one of the protesters, Mina Abu Shamala said she was enraged that our taxpayer dollars are funding this genocide and the continued ethnic cleansing of our people. On that, uh, Mina, I would say we agree. I'm also enraged that American taxpayer dollars are going to fund either side of any war in any nation other than staying here at home with the American people. At about 3 p.m., protesters were finally removed by authorities, and the San Francisco-based Arab Resource Organizing Center, which organized the demonstration, said that the protesters, three of them, were detained by the U.S. Coast Guard. I wonder if they're going to be charged with some sort of terror charges. Petty Officer Hunter Schnabel said multiple individuals are currently under investigation, but he refused to offer any additional details. Once again, if these people were white, if they had blonde hair and blue eyes, even if they had brown hair and green eyes, they still would have been plastered all over the mainstream media. Now, in Washington, D.C., we had a group Thousands of radical pro-Palestinian protesters descend upon the Capitol and not only march through the streets, but also deface and vandalize statues and buildings, including spray painting the White House fence. These were historical monuments that were near the White House. You can see here. We've got uh, several very important statues uh, denoting uh, memorable moments from American history, and they were defiled with Palestinian flags. Uh, someone put one of those uh, headscarves on one of them right there, and these protesters ended up at the gates of the White House on Sunday, and they were violent. They were angry. They were shaking the gates. If this would have been, again, America First Patriots, bullets would have already been flying, uh, certainly tear gas, rubber bullets, paintballs, or pepper balls, rather. They would have been shot at the crowd. Uh, but this was all in protest of Joe Biden's handling of the situation between Israel and Hamas. So videos of the protests were all over X. I shared a couple of them myself over the weekend. Uh, the uh, Oh, the kafaya, that is the uh, black and white headscarf. That's what was draped on the statue of Benjamin Franklin. Uh, and then a number of other statues along Lafayette Park were not only spray painted, but also adorned, defaced with pro-Palestinian slogans. We had another video showing a statue of Andrew Jackson holding on to a Palestinian flag. Let's take a look at some of these and just, you know, ask yourself what the federal government stand for it if uh, if this was one of us. Mm, Going to have to go to it. 
Bro, they roll on the statue. Look at that. It's disgusting. I'm sure you guys probably saw some of these going around over the weekend. But as of this morning, when asked, when the D.C. police were asked about the incidents that took place over the weekend, they reported that there were no major incidents that were reported. So I ask you, is there a cover up or are the D.C. police just suddenly deciding to go to sleep on the job? Because as I saw, there were very angry pro-Palestinian protesters who were standing at the gates of the White House, shaking the fence. The Secret Service and uh, and, and D.C. police were right inside the gates. I mean, they should have seen it. There was damage not only to statues and infrastructure, but also to police vehicles. So why is it that the FBI didn't do pre-dawn raids on people who are openly supportive of a terrorist-designated organization? Why is it that they weren't called insurrectionists? Why is it that the D.C. police would have the gall to lie to us and say that there was nothing that was reported? They said... Several minor incidents, including property damage, were reported during First Amendment activity in the district this weekend. There were no major incidents reported. Well, when I think back to January 6th, 2021, and I look at the crowd that was gathered outside of the Capitol building, that was a First Amendment protest. And it turned into something else when the police started beating started popping off flashbangs, started sending tear gas canisters into the crowd. And as soon as they started doing that, the agent provocateurs in the crowd were given the okay to start breaking property. But when they did it, well, then it was an insurrection, right? Then it was an affront on our democracy. Terrorist attacks. Uh, there was the cop from January 6th, uh, the, who, who just recently testified in the Colorado trial, uh, suggesting that everyone who was in D.C. on January 6th was a terrorist because they were carrying American flags. Oh, my God, they had Gadsden flags and Trump flags, and oh, they were taking pieces of a bike rack and preparing to use it as, as a weapon to murder police officers. How many people lost their lives in Washington, D.C. on January 6th? It was only Trump supporters. Okay, Anybody that they claim who was a police officer that had a death due to that time did not die as a result of injuries from any protesters. The only people who died were protesters who were murdered by the police. On Saturday, November 4th at approximately 2 p.m., protesters gathered in the area of Freedom Plaza to exercise their First Amendment right to protest. The group obtained a permit in advance and cooperated with the Metro PD's Special Operations Division. I want to remind you that on January 6, 2021, there were no fewer than 7 to 10 
previously organized and permitted protests that were, excuse me, gatherings that were supposed to be on the lawn of the Capitol building. Those were perfectly legal. And yet the FBI and Washington, D.C. police are currently now continuing to round up people who were engaging in First Amendment activity. The group Working with the Metro PD, uh, work to ensure the safety of the protesters as well as the residents of the district. During the event, several minor incidents of property damage and vandalism were reported to the police. One adult male was arrested for destruction of property in the 700 block of 17th Street Northwest. In addition, MPD is currently investigating acts of vandalism that damaged the McPherson Square Metro Station and several police vehicles. They, 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 Burnt out, broke, whatever it is. They did, they destroyed police vehicles and the actual police department itself. The Metropolitan Police Department handles hundreds of protests, demonstrations, and other events every year. And we support and facilitate people safely and peacefully exercising their First Amendment right to protest. Yes, yeah, so piss on my head and tell me that it's raining. Let's go ahead and take a look at this, uh, this peaceful protest. Let's see what it looks like. In case you can't hear, they're chanting Aloha Akbar. Chanting terrorist slogans. Also, They're actually screaming F Joe Biden. I got to say, I find that to be particularly delicious. You got to love it. You absolutely got to love it. Uh, uh, who, who said this? Um, Big Mamu. No, no, no. I'm sorry. So, well, someone in here said they were bust in to right in front of the, um, <clears throat> the FBI headquarters. All right. Who is spamming on Rumble? Somebody said that there's a spammer. Yes. Eagles for Trump. All right. Eagles for Trump. You cannot, you cannot, You cannot drop links to other channels or shows. If you have something that you want to drop that's of note for the program, you can go ahead and uh, let my mods know, and they'll go ahead and say, yeah, go ahead and drop it. Uh, It gets worse. It gets worse, guys. Take a look at this. Uh, As of this morning, this is two days after the protest, uh, we had this blood red paint that was smeared all over the gates at the entrance of the White House. Nothing to report, though. Nothing to report. Free Palestine. F something up there. Look at this. Yeah, but there's nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. Here we go. Here is uh, some commentary from a resident of this area in the wake of the vandalization I am so outraged. You know, 
law enforcement has the trash people you're picking up over seven thousand pieces of trash where the white house gates have been vandalized the streets are strewn with trash but the biggest insult is here in lafayette park with general lafayette the palestinian flag was raised and it still remains and they have this free palestinian graffiti they have it here um the general lafayette and his compatriots free palestine they have raised the palestinian flag on the grounds of the white house at lafayette park it's it's an affront to the republic it's disgusting that they haven't taken it down yet. And several people have suggested that these guys were uh, were paid protesters. I don't doubt it. I absolutely do not doubt it. Um, there's probably a mixture of paid and then uh, unpaid protesters. But there are so many Muslims that they have shipped in from other areas of the country. And there are so many paid protesters who do this professionally uh, we pro- that's probably why we had tens of thousands of people in Washington, D.C. over the weekend sharing their displeasure for Joe Biden. Now, the, the funny part for me is that the protesters who are being paid are the same protesters who have come out in years past. The summer of love. They're the ones who set Washington, D.C. on fire. Remember when President Trump went to that church, held up the Bible? Uh, they took his picture and they tried to like make it like it was some there was something wrong with that. Um Those people, they're all the same. And at the end of the day, the ones who are paying them, I don't believe that they have any political affiliation. They are power-hungry neocons who want to destroy the United States of America so that we can abolish the U.S. government and the Constitution and join the New World Order. And that's the point that we're going towards if they are successful. I don't believe they will be. Look at this. Fags for Palestine. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Oh, good Lord. So I thought that Bill Bill Maher had uh, a pretty, pretty perceptive take about this over the weekend. I don't watch Bill Maher and occasionally I see clips and I've really enjoyed uh, the the uh, <clears throat> the ideas that have come out of his show recently because it's undeniable what the Democrat Party has done to the American public. And uh, it's undeniable that the largest proportion of the Democrat base are these radical leftists and these uh, gender ideology nutbags. And Bill Maher made the observation that the Democrats are now the ones carrying the tiki torches. It wasn't even the Democrats who were carrying the tiki torches in uh, in South Carolina. Was it North Carolina? I can't remember. It was uh, uh, so many years ago. But those people were paid to be there, too. All right, so let's see. Uh, <laughs> uh, just want to take a listen to this. What do you make of this level of just gut-wrenching anti-Semitism? I, I must admit, I don't think of myself as a naive person, and I've been surprised. It was like... Oh, shoot, hold on, it's quiet. He's asking what <laughs> Fareed Zakaria, what do you think about this anti-Semitism? I think Fareed Zakaria is a Muslim, so he ought to have an interesting take on this. Volcano that blew. I mean, just like people in the United States with banner, fuck Israel. You know, the, any means necessary. I just, I, I, I don't know where this comes from. I guess it's ancient, obviously. The hatred of the Jews goes way back. But I, I, I was taken aback by this. You, you can't tell me you don't think social media has made it much worse. I, you, so you think that's the answer? Because, uh, because 
It's got to be something about the Jews themselves, because there are other people around the world who are oppressed. There are other colonized places, not that Israel colonized anything. But why this one place? Why does this arouse, especially among young people? I mean, the young people who hated Trump because he... This This is what happens when you brainwash a generation with these radical Marxist ideals... And you also, at the same time, are creating a fracture between the largest religious and ethnic populations on planet Earth. And and the issue that certain groups have with the Jews goes farther back than just the foundation of the state of Israel in 1948. You also have the fact that although perhaps uh, certain populations uh, within the larger Jewish diaspora may not consider themselves to be white. I mean, they actually are. I mean, certainly if we're only talking about the color of their skin, you wouldn't even know that somebody was Jewish unless they said, hey, I'm Jewish. And all of these radical leftists, they only look at the color of someone's skin. And uh, if you are Fair, fair skinned, fair haired, fair eyed. You are part of the problem. You are a white colonial oppressor. And the radical left has been courted by the Democrat Party. They weaponized them against Donald Trump. And you F around, you find out now the tables are turning on the Democrats. And I love it. I love it. You wouldn't condemn the people with the tiki torches talking about Jews. You're the ones with the tiki torches. I don't think. Now. I don't think- To answer your, your question, Bill, because I have also wondered about this, it would it S- Sister Golden Hair Sarah, yeah, we definitely recognize the PSYOP, uh, and I've talked about it here on the program on many, many different occasions. Uh, this is not a simple thing that we're talking about. There are multifaceted reasons uh, about what's going on here, and obviously, I just talked about one, the destabilization of not only the United States of America, but the destabilization of every nation on planet Earth. They're going to attempt to usher in a new world order. They're going to promise us peace and prosperity and tell us the only way that they can do that is through the abolishment of borders, the abolishment of nations. Because if we're all one people under one banner, well, in that case, then there's no reason to go to war. And of course, the people who are paying for the wars will have no reason to fight with each other anymore because they'll have gotten exactly what they wanted, which is control over planet earth the 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 upsurge of anti-semitism that you're seeing around the world and sadly in the united states itself is in a way the most powerful justification for the state of israel right it feels it must feel to jews everywhere that they are not safe that the one place they can be safe is the state of israel it is and that's that's honestly been the narrative this entire time that Jews are not safe, that every place harbors anti-Semitism, every place harbors hatred of these one particular people. Uh, and the truth of the matter is that hatred for people exists in the human heart. And the governments of these nations have taken those fractures and they have widened them. They have ushered in 
a time of almost universal hatred of people based upon their specific character traits. If you're a man, there's a special hatred for you. If you're a woman, there's a special hatred for you. If you're a Jew, there's a special hatred for you. If you're a Muslim, if you're an Asian, if you're Mexican, if you're South American, it doesn't matter. They want this hatred to exist between all peoples because, as I've said so many times, when you hate your neighbor, you're not focused on who the true enemy is. And the true enemy is not the guy living next door, no matter where he worships or what he believes at the end of the day. If it weren't for the governments of our countries plotting war, seeding distrust, Seeding all kinds of terrible things with intelligence agencies and uh, whether it's the, the Mossad or the CIA or the MI5, whatever it might be, each and every one of these governments have worked very, very diligently to ensure destabilization all around the world. And by taking that destabilization and weaponizing it further against you, they get closer and closer to their ultimate objective, which is the control of the entire planet. Uh, now. That's not to say that there aren't real-life examples of things that we should be decrying. And any type of terrorism on American soil is certainly one of those things. And we also need to realistically look at the cause of any type of domestic terrorism. Certainly, Joe Biden just opening the southern border and inviting people from it, from all over the world to come here has been bad for America. But very lax control of our various borders has been the Democrat playbook for a very long time. And recently in Indiana, this woman who is of some denomination, some ethnic origin, her name is Ruba Almagatha, don't know much about her, but she drove her car into a building that she believed was a Jewish school. The funny irony of it is that this is actually uh, a school that has been labeled anti-Semitic. <laughs> Oh, it's called the Israelite School of Universal and Practical Knowledge, and it's been labeled as an anti-Semitic hate group. Now, that's a label that somebody else gave it. I don't know anything about him. But she was arrested on a charge of reckless, reckless endangerment, and police have labeled her a terrorist. Now, uh, Joe Biden's destruction of the southern border have allowed the ascension of the Mexican drug cartels. The buy-off of Democrat politicians in the southwest has also aided in that. Now, they are essentially the ones who are running a large portion of this illegal migra migrant smuggling operation at the southern border. Uh, but that doesn't mean that all those people are from Mexico or South America. We've got people coming in from literally every nation on on earth and they are completely out of control the government has no control over what's taking place we've got illegal migrants from africa from syria from afghanistan from china if you were with us on saturday night michael yan was telling us about how many chinese are being smuggled through that darien gap and then of course once they get here they're setting up shop as a spy for the chinese communist party there is no way that our nation can survive with wide open borders and the annual invasion of millions of undocumented illegal aliens coming from every nation 
on Earth. Now, it was bad enough when there was the illusion of border control and they were still importing hundreds of thousands of Islamic migrants from uh, many nations all over the world and not attempting to do anything to try to uh, integrate those people into the fabric of American society. One of the arguments that the left will often use is that idea of America being the melting pot. America was the melting pot. Uh, now it's boiled over. Now you got soup all over the floor. Okay, the reason it worked before is because people came to America. They remembered where they came from, but they became Americans. They came here to become part of the American dream. They came here for a better future for their children. But that means that they didn't forget what happened before that. If they were escaping a a, a, a despotic leader, if they were escaping some form of authoritarianism or communism, all right, they instilled in their children the the values of remembering what's so special about America. The people that were brought here in the last 50, 60 years, those people were not taught the value of what it meant to be an American. They clung to the things that they were trying to escape back in their home nations, and then they imported those things into American cities. And that's why you have such an incredible fracturing taking place all over the nation. And it's also why you have instances of criminals, of terrorism, uh, and these these terror sleeper cells that we're hearing about uh, happening right now. And then, of course, also an increase in the drug trade because uh, the Mexican drug cartels are just shuffling all kinds of illegal narcotics across the border. You've got also a major uptick in human, child, women trafficking. uh, And these people who are being trafficked, they just disappear. I would imagine that plenty of them are probably sold into the sex trade. Some of them are murdered in satanic sacrifices. Some of them are probably being farmed for human meat. It's all kinds of horrible things, and the only person or group that we can blame is our own government because the elected officials that sit in Washington, D.C., that are supposed to be safeguarding our rights, that are supposed to be passing laws and uh, enforcing laws that keep America safe, they've completely neglected to do any of that. Right now, we've got a number of illegal er illegal aliens that are either known terrorists or uh, suspected terrorists, and we've also had uh, uh, several of them be arrested, but Those arrests are just a drop in the bucket when compared to the many, many illegals that are out there that are looking to engage in some sort of uh, evil act to help destabilize America. Now, last month, uh, we spoke about an announcement coming from Immigrations and Customs Enforcement. Uh, they put out a news release suggesting they had taken into custody a foreign national who was a terrorism suspect. But the thing is, he was released by border authorities uh, just two weeks earlier. Uh, the unnamed, unlawfully present Mauritanian or Senegalese citizen was apprehended a second time in New York City, October 17th. <clears throat> this is after he had been processed and released on his own recognizance on October 3rd near the southern border. What do you expect? What do you expect? You leave the border wide open, terrorists find their way in here, illegals find their way in here, and you don't ship them back to their home countries. They're just going to walk back across the border because there's no more concertina wire. There's no more razor. There's no more barbed wire. 
And Border Patrol had first encountered this 29-year-old illegal near Lukeville, Arizona, and they served him a notice to appear in New York. A week later, Homeland Security Investigations contacted enforcement and removal operations in the city, stating that the man was wanted by the West African nation of Senegal on terrorism charges. He's already committed terrorism. Now, this man was wanted for criminal conspiracy in relation to a terrorist organization, destruction, degradation, and damages in relation to a terrorist organization, the direct provocation of an armed crowd, and acts of preparatory acts aimed at compromising public safety. So the second time around, when he was taken into custody without incident, uh, Department of Homeland Security uh, had just warned that such things could be possible. Uh, and I'm glad that they're talking about it. I'm glad that they're putting out the warnings. Uh, but, you know, it, it's a bit like warning people about a cup that has a hole in it before you pour hot coffee into it and hand it to them. Uh, we also had in New York a uh, number of people. Uh, I'm sorry, this is the same story, just from a different day. We had this story coming from the southern border, which showed illegal Muslim immigrants crossing into the border and then doing the call to prayer. And you can see right here, this is another example of the people just lining up, just waiting to cross over at a gap. Here you can see a picture of these Muslims praying to Allah after they've gotten through onto our land. And here is a video showing much the same. This trick will save you thousands of dollars on high energy bills. Alarmed by gas shortages and high energy costs? This new invention. I saw Casey say that I've been watching Zach since so 2021. He looks the same to me. Um, he, he, yeah, so I, I have. I think I've looked like this since uh, since 2021. But somebody else. Hold on. Where is it? Uh, okay, suicide. <laughs> I've been following Zach for years. Back when he looked like he'd been binge binge gaming spree now he's all clean cut yeah you know when i first started doing this i wasn't showing my face and uh i didn't really have like a wardrobe that was presentable to wear in front of people i basically just wore t-shirts and sweaters or hoodies all the time and so i uh i i made the conscious decision to uh not only clean myself up i mean i wasn't dirty or anything like that but i just wanted to look more presentable but i also have like a unique style and when Gaffer Anon uh, bought me my first retro rifle shirt. I was hooked. I was like, this is the only thing I want to wear. It's perfect. It fits great. It feels great. And of course, it is pro Second Amendment apparel. And uh, I was uh, I was in. So 
Yes. And also I would, I hardly ever went outside when I lived in Michigan because I was working like, you know, 10, 12 hours a day. And the only time I would go out is when the sun was down. So when we moved to Florida, I made the conscious decision to make sure I got as much sun as possible. I'm actually feeling very pale right now just because the weather hasn't been uh, very warm. And so we haven't been able to go to the beach. Um, but uh, yes, thank you for noticing that uh, I look good. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Yes, uh, I am. Yeah, I'm definitely more tan than I was, but uh, yes, yes. So um, now these acts of terrorism are not only happening on U.S. soil, they're also happening on U.S. property. We have here a disturbing video of thousands of angry pro-Hamas protesters who are attempting to storm a U.S. base in Adna, Turkey. Uh, let me go ahead and pull this up. Because this one is a little bit hairier because it indicates that the United States is getting ever closer to engaging in real military conflict. Now, what immediately comes to mind when I imagine U.S. bases or uh, diplomatic missions uh, being attacked out in, in various parts of the world is Benghazi, right? I mean, this was clearly just a bunch of people who, you know, they, they, they were willing to take a shot. They didn't have the resources to, like, take over the base or anything like that. And they were tear gassed and, and they, you know, fairly quickly dispersed. Uh, but how long before another Benghazi happens? How long before the United States enters into full-scale military conflict once again in the Middle East? Uh, Andre says, not surprised. It's only a matter of time before bases in the homeland are attacked. Yes, I I, I, I do agree. Uh, oh, Mike says, I miss Zach's checkered flannel shirts. He made flannel look good. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, back in Michigan, it made sense. And because, you know, I... I it was always cold, right? And so it was like I could wear the checkered flannel, and uh, that was also, you know, very in line with my style. Uh, but when I uh, went, you know, <laughs> when I decided to move someplace warm, uh, I had to get rid of all my flannels, you guys. So unfortunately, I was at one time I was going to like do a giveaway, but I just decided it would be too difficult. And who, I guess, really wants to wear my old clothes? So I gave them to the Goodwill. So here's an interesting thing, and I think that um, it falls in line with some of the stuff that we've spoken about, not only in, in Maui, but also in, um, in California, wildfires, Canada, uh, and also regarding the effectiveness of the various missile shields that are in place in Israel. I will repeat, and just in case Sister Golden-Haired Sarah is here, uh, Israel is one of the most well-fortified nations on planet Earth, not only because they have a sophisticated border fence, but because they have a series of missile defense shields. The Iron Dome, the one that we hear about uh, quite often, is merely the last line of defense. There are four additional missile shields of very varying types of proprietary technology that are outside of that. So in order for the Hamas soldiers and raiders to come into Israel on October 7th, 
Somebody had to make sure that they were not going to get blasted out of the sky by any of those missile shields and that the Iron Dome itself wouldn't work either. Well, Israel is showing off their brand new ballistic technology. They were able to intercept a ballistic missile in space with a new defense system. This is the Aero defense system. Uh, and I believe that uh, it was uh, – hold on. I thought that it was a, a laser Swords of Iron, the IAF carried out the first operational interception of a ballistic missile threat by the aero system in the Red Sea region. The threat, So it looks like it wasn't a test. They were – wait a second. The threat did not infiltrate into Israeli airspace. I'm not certain whether it was – I initially thought that it was a test. Um, but uh, it's looking like maybe it was an actual – missile that but that would have to have been sent by like a really high level uh national attack this has got to be a test Mm. but you know what this calls to mind uh if you've been tracking with the uh the various elements of the alien psyop one of the things that i consistently hear is that um the extraterrestrials are here to make sure that we don't destroy the earth and therefore that we don't actually engage in war out in space. I had heard previously from somebody that uh, as soon as our wartime activities entered into the realm of space, well, then they would be forced to come visit. And so now that there has been the first official instance of space warfare as a result of the testing of this i just thought it would be prudent to keep a watch out to see if there were any um uh, i guess major points of contact that might pop up in uh in the next couple of weeks so just something to keep in mind all right so once again world war three joe biden has deployed over seventeen thousand military personnel to the middle east that is definitely something to keep an eye on this is uh, navy and marine corps personnel uh this is in addition to the several thousand uh, special operations forces that were already present in the middle east on october 7th and then have been sent since that time once again they cannot keep the homeland safe i don't know why they are sending all of our our troops to the Middle East. Um, we've got 6,000 sailors on the USS Ford, 6,000 on the Eisenhower, 4,000 sailors and Marines in the Bataan Amphibious Ready Group, and an extra 1,200 that were sent to the region in another way. So here is a handy-dandy little meme graphic. You've got USS Gerald Ford, which is an aircraft carrier, the Normandy, which is a guided missile cruiser. You've got a destroyer squadron, the USS Rampage, McFall, and Hudner. And then you've got an carrier carrier air wing, which is uh, a squadron of uh, fighter jets, which significantly increases the possibility that the United States might actually be engaged in full-scale military conflict before too long. Uh, we've also sent one of our largest nuclear-equipped submarines to the Middle East as well. Uh, I can only hope that this is just going to be parked in the midst of the Mediterranean Sea and not used for anything else. 
But regardless, President Trump commenting on what's happening all around the world right now, and he has vowed to prevent World War III. He's also said that millions of people would still be alive if he was still president. This was while he was speaking at that summit in Florida. Uh, He said that millions of people would be alive still if the election wasn't rigged. And when you think of it, how important elections are, you'd have millions of people alive right now. If the election wasn't rigged, they'd be alive. Ukraine, Israel, the attack would have never been made. All these people would be alive. I make you this promise as your president, and nobody else can say it, I will restore peace through strength. And yes, I am the only one that will prevent World War III because we are very close to World War Three, And when you think about President Trump's time in office, peace through strength was always the mantra. He was derided in the press. Uh, they called into question his decisions and the tactics that were used. But wars did not begin under President Trump. He did not engage in wars. I think he's the only president in recent times that hasn't uh, actively pursued the neocon agenda. He was in total Total opposition to it. And of course, that's just something that they don't like. They appreciate it. They love it when people are dying. They love it when you have to send bankers to any region uh, to cover the munitions and tanks and planes on both sides of a, a fight, no matter who it is that's engaging in it. Uh, who is Fred Perry? Are you talking about like the shirts, the Fred Perry shirts? Uh, let me see. Um, Uh, okay, so State Senator Mayfield. Okay, um, Floricio, God always wins. Uh, this is all a test of good and evil. We must rise and take control and take it back from the corrupt government. I agree, and I believe truly that is exactly what we're doing. So if you have not If you're watching the show and you have not committed yourself to doing something in your local community, I implore you, please get involved. Determine what you can offer. Determine what type of time allotment you have, because I guarantee you, your resources are valuable and can be of great significance in this fight to not only save America, but humanity and the world at large. Let me say thank you to M the Painter. It haba. Space Coast Patriot says, State Senator Mayfield is my senator. I was so happy when I watched that. That's so great. Glad to hear it. Uh, also, did you say Urantra book? I read that in the 80s. Yes. Uh, Coat Herder had sent me a PDF of the Urantra book. I've got my own PDF. I, I would actually really like to get a hard copy of it because I find it a little bit difficult to follow along on the digital version of it. I, I'm working on it right now, though. Uh, Silent Runner 17 says, uh, you think and we know would come to Pilled and Foxhole? I think that and we know is comfortable over on Rumble because he's got hundreds of thousands of people who show up every time he does a video. Uh, you know, in speaking to him previously, um, he's he's got a busy schedule. He's got a life outside of doing these videos. And I know from personal experience and then also from talking to him about his process, uh, the types of videos that he does, the heavily edited and produced videos, they take a long time to put together. Those introductions that he makes, they're cinematic for a reason. It's because he's very talented. He really 
knows what he's doing. So uh, I just know that putting those together, uploading them, and uh, ensuring that they come out at all, it takes a lot of work. So I, I think uh, I asked him about joining Foxhole years ago, and I think that he's just not interested in splitting his time uh, again further. Uh, let me see. Space Coast Patriot, God's children are not for sale. We are all God's children. Amen. Uh, also says America was the melting pot. Now we are the frogs in the boiling pot. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and then also we went to the NASA Family Day Saturday. I was astonished at how many Muslims were there. I'm scared. Oh, God. You've uh, you've probably got a lot of Muslims who are working in a whole host of federal agencies. I spoke with somebody who worked in the federal government or continues to work in the federal government, and they said that the hiring practices in these federal agencies are not based around competency. They're not based around training. Uh, it's based around nepotism. It's who you know and who your family is. And you know how these Muslims are. I mean, President Trump talked about this chain migration. You get one in, and then they basically send out an invite to everybody who's supposedly uh, related to them, and then they all get in too. The same thing happens at NASA. The same thing happens at the Department of Education, at uh, Department of Energy, wherever it is. If you can get one of your people in there, then the chances are pretty good that your entire extended family or friend group is going to get a job as well. And then once you're in at one of these federal agencies, you're protected by a union and they're not going to fire you. And they're especially not going to fire you if you're a Muslim. Remember when uh, the um, the Awan brothers scandal happened, uh, the very fact that we were asking for accountability about what these guys were up to was called into question and people were called uh, Islamophobes. Even though it's quite clear those guys were spies, probably for uh, the Pakistanis or maybe even for uh, um, uh, Hezbollah or something like that. But they were spies. They were engaged in espionage. They had full access to both the Democrats and the Republican side uh, of the House and the Senate. Uh, and, you know, although there's supposedly a number of Awan brothers, there was only ever one that was shown to be a real person. It's highly likely that Imran Awan was running a massive scam on the federal government, pretending to have all of these people working for him who were supposedly related to him. And they easily could have been stolen Social Security numbers and, and, and just fake people altogether. All right. Space Coast Patriot says, I still need Rumble. Pilled.net is not on my TV. Yeah, I don't think that it's going to be, unfortunately, um, because um, uh, they have not been allowed to join all these various app stores. Uh, so thank you very much to everybody. I'm glad we had an opportunity to do a little bit of overdrive today. Thank you for the kind words in the beginning of the show. If there's anything that you have questions about or you want to email me and send me information or send me stories that you want me to cover – you can go to my Proton Mail, redpill78 at proton.me. You can also go to my website, redpill78news.com. There's a comment section where you can send me a message from the website. And then uh, to varying degrees of success, you may be able to reach me on Twitter and Truth Social. I don't often look at my direct messages there. I 
try to just focus on the email uh, because anybody can message me there. And quite often it's people trying to scam me. Uh, I had some guy say that he was from L.A. Weekly and he wanted to write an article about me as part of the top 10 entrepreneurs to watch in 2024. And I was like, uh, first of all, if this is real, do do you know anything about me? Like, Uh, This is not something that is uh, making me rich. Uh, This is not something that I would necessarily recommend to many people if they wanted to have a a stable life. And uh, there are far more examples of people out there who have maximized their earning potential by getting into the podcasting game. I can think of uh, at least five off the top of my head. So I thought that it was really weird that they were reaching out to me. And uh, I was going to string them along, but I kind of lost interest. And anyways, if I do end up talking to them anymore, maybe I'll put it on the show. Uh, Jack's Awake says, thank you, Zach. Thank you very much. I also wanted to say uh, I got a uh, cash app the other day while I was on the air from Philips. Phillips, uh, you had uh, sent me a cash app and said, I sure hope this is red pill. I've never done this. It definitely was me. I replied to you in the um, in, in the comments of the video, but I don't know that you got it. And um, yeah, I guess that's it. So hopefully I'll see you tonight, guys, on uh, Baseless Conspiracies. I don't know if John is going to be there or not. Patrick got married this weekend. It was outside of uh, Lisa and I's budget to attend, so I'm kind of bummed. But uh, I know that I'm going to get to see pictures and videos. And uh, I want to say congratulations to Patrick and his uh, his blushing bride. So Regardless, I'll be on tonight at 10.30 p.m. on Badlands Media if you want to join me. If not, I will hopefully see you tomorrow at 5 p.m. here on another episode of Red Pill News Live. Until that time, good luck and God bless.
When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.